tonight. I hope you're having a blessed day and encouraged in Yahovah from wherever you are in a place of isolation. We've always got to stay in that position where we recognize what is going on in our world right now. You know, we can be in our little bubble corner uh, in OK, in our little family world, but there's people who are suffering. There's people who are faced uh, facing extreme trauma, um, challenges, you know, with loved ones in critical condition. And Father, we just want to take a moment just to stand in the gap and pray for supernatural deliverance and the healing uh, in the nations, that your healing power will manifest within the nations. We just release the healing power of Yeshua over our nations right now for all those that are fighting for their lives and for family members. And some of you might be watching right now and you've got family members that are facing uh, tragic days. You know, I just spoke with or, or had communication from one friend in London and uh, she's lost uh, she's lost three of our friends or five, three or five friends have died with the coronavirus in London. So, you know, this is real. We've got to stand in the gap and really press in. So just check and just let me know if you are uh, back with us. Let me know if you uh, are here. You can just post a comment there and it will come up in my multi-feed so I can see what's happening. Um, we changed the name of the title. Hallelujah. <laughs> it was Standing Firm in the Faith. But after losing our signal quality and our audio, right at the time where I'm talking about what we're going to deal with, spiritual warfare, and, and how we deal with Hasatan, and boom, off it goes. Anyway, hallelujah. We are here, and we're going to stand and, and praise Yehovah and minister the word. So it's still standing firm in the faith. Still standing firm in the faith. I'm not going to give up. We're going to press forward in Yeshua's name and see the victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. So, yes, we've got Jeff showing up. Good to see you, Jeff. Hope you're doing well today. Welcome. We are just going to wait a few minutes for people to get back in to the feed. Uh, just pray for me right now. I've got one of those nice headaches you get when you're fasting. Um, we're doing devotion today, and every day we're talking about the times of devotion. How do we press in in the Spirit and and walk in the Spirit in a greater dimension? And uh, the purpose of us doing this devotional time is that we come together and and share life. You know, this is what we go through. This is what we face. This is how we handle these situations in life. This is how we press in. And one of the things that's a very key uh, part of my life, welcome, Keith, good to see you. <laughs> I'm glad you can hear me now. I don't know what happened there. But one of the things that blesses me is, uh, is to be continually fine-tuning our life in the Spirit. You know, it's bulldozer of faith, living life in the Spirit. We don't call it that for nothing. We want to be fine-tuned in the Ruach HaKodesh so that we understand what the assignments of the enemy are, are up to. You know, we cannot be asleep in these days. We have got to arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of Yehovah is shining upon us. It's time for us to rise up and be everything that the Father has called us to be. We're going to be dealing with spiritual warfare tonight. We're going to be pressing in and some key things that we need to address to be effective. And let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how long you have been saved, how long you've been walking with Messiah. If your priority 
is to know him and to press in, to inquire of him. You're going to start operating and functioning within the supernatural. You know, the supernatural lifestyle that I live today is, you know, it happened right away. It's not like I had to wait five years to walk in it. And, you know, it's because the Holy Spirit taught me. I just heard his voice, get the word and go in the closet. And, you know, with my flashlight, and I just sat there and I said, I'm not leaving until I hear from you, Father, because this is not religion. It's relationship. And how we deal in the battles of life are vitally important. Hallelujah. We've got Laurie join us as well. Great to see you today. Thanks for joining with us. Yep, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to share and just come and fellowship with you all. I know there's some people that are on the feed earlier that haven't joined. Just give us a shout up. Tell us where you're watching from uh, so that we just see who is joining in with us as we do this on YouTube as well as Facebook. Hallelujah. So we're talking about being alert. We're talking about aligning ourselves. And I want to share with you what, how I, I live my life, how I go through my life. I, you know, fasting is a major part of my life. And it's not, we're not fasting because we're trying to make God do things. We fast because we want to be uh, aligned in the spirit. We're saying to the flesh, you have to lie down because I'm going to walk by the spirit, live by the spirit. My spirit man, the spirit man, I'm born of the spirit. He will lead. So flesh, lie down. You know, that's what we're saying when we're fasting. Hey, Robert in Scotland, good to see you. Hope you're doing well. We've got Sandy in from... Uh, I've forgotten where you are. I, um, <laughs> I'm forgetting the names of a state. Can you believe it? Okay, we've got Amanda, South Carolina as well. Iowa, that's right. Okay, I've got it. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to delve in here. We're going to talk about spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about the importance of how we align ourselves in times of fasting in prayer uh, because we don't fast to make God do things. We don't fast to get a greater result. It is all about alignment, spiritual alignment. You know, we don't fast to say, God, look what I've done. Now I've done that. Now you've got to work on my behalf. No, we fast because we're saying to the flesh, you come in line. I'm going to deny myself for the purpose of walking in the Spirit. This is what it takes. And it doesn't matter where you are right now in your walk. Are you struggling with understanding the voice of God? Are you understanding with the will of God in your life? Are you in that place where you're saying, God, I just want to hear you speak to me? Then I encourage you, set time aside and fast and pray. You know, press in. And that's what I do. And let me tell you something. This is day two right now. And as I'm speaking to you right now, I've got this hammering headache, hammering headache. You know, just uh, from my body, obviously, detoxing on day two, you know. But sometimes the first three days, what is it like? It's, it's, it's a nightmare. You know, it's pretty difficult. But pressing in prayer, you know, drink plenty liquids and uh, water and, and just uh, build yourself up in the place of prayer and take some rest until you get through those first few days. Then it becomes plain sailing after that. It's not easy. Morning, Esther in Australia. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. So we're talking about pressing through. We're talking about spiritual warfare because we're about to 
we, we are responding right now to a crisis that's going on in our land. How do we look out for those involved in domestic violence and abuse? What type of things are we going to witness? What type of things are we going to see as we start to see the first people coming to our property? You know, they're going to be coming with all types of baggage. And, you know, we want to deal with the spirit of witchcraft. We want to deal with uh, uh, demonic strongholds, demon possession. We could be dealing with all these different types of things. This all this type of baggage coming in, you know, what does the enemy want to put uh, into your home today? How are you going to handle that? Are you going to deal with it by the spirit? Are we alert to recognize what is going on or are we just, you know, living our life? You know, how do we spend our time? And when we fast, what's good about fasting is we are focusing our time in the presence of Yahovah. So when everyone else is thinking about eating, what should we be thinking about? Getting into the presence and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, saying, Father, I'm denying myself. I want to know you deeper. I want you to take me into a greater walk with you. So we fast because we want to see the benefits personally of walking in the Spirit. And, you know, I'm not saying we have to fast all the time, but, you know, when the Father says it's time to fast, fast. I thought when I got back from America, I was two weeks in quarantine. What a great time to fast. And, you know, I get back and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to fast for two weeks. And then I just felt the Ruach say, no, it's not a time to fast. I, I don't need you fasting right now. I said, okay, but guess what? Now we're in the season to fast. We've had the feast. Uh, we've had... Uh, Passover unleavened bread and we're on the countdown to Shavuot and we are pressing through to the victory in Messiah. It is time for us to be aligned by the Spirit. So what we're going to do today is we're just going to talk about spiritual warfare. Um, we're going to share a few things on spiritual warfare and what are the key things that we need to understand to resist the enemy how are you going to deal with the devil when he's coming against you? Are you just going to sit back and be polite to the enemy? Or are we going to deal with the enemy? Because, you know, we talked about the importance of Ephesians chapter 6. Um, this has been quite an important part of our journey uh, these pa this past month, you know. Uh, finally, be strong in Yehovah. And in his mighty power, put on the full armor of Elohim so that you can take your stand against what? The devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Let me ask you a question. What's your struggle like right now? You know, which realm is your struggle? Is, is your struggling? Where, where are you struggling in today? Is it things in the natural or are you seeing what's going on in the spirit why are certain things happening around you? Are you recognizing what's happening in the spirit? Welcome, Wilson. Good to see you. Got Owen here today. Welcome. I'm glad you're joining with us today. Hallelujah on YouTube. Yeah. So what we're we're saying is what schemes and, and what struggles are we facing? What is the enemy doing? And, you know, what I've discovered uh, in teaching over the years is that many people are totally uh, separated from the spiritual realm. They don't know what's going on in the spiritual realm. They don't know, you know, they're just so caught up with what's happening here. They're just walking through this, you know, what I call logic and reason, you know, what I can see, what I can touch and 
you know, but what's going on behind it? And listen, you can go right over the other side is you can start looking into too much uh, of what's going on. I mean, you can see demons and everything, and I'm not saying we want to get to that place. You know, the 80s were great times. Uh, the 80s serving Yahovah, what an awesome time it was. Why? Because it was the decade of spiritual warfare. People wanted to understand spiritual warfare. They wanted to engage in bringing deliverance and transformation. Hallelujah. It was an alive decade. It was an amazing time. If any of you were filled with the Spirit back in the 80s, you know, post your comments. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All the praise and worship music was all about warfare, the battle belongs to the Lord, and, uh, you know, and, and dealing in the heavenly realms, and man, I tell you, it was so fired up. Then you get into the 90s, and, you know, the last 20, 30 years, and, and, you know, look, you know, is anyone talking about demon possession anymore? Is anyone talking about deliverance, proper deliverance, you know? Uh, are we dealing with principalities, or are these just, oh no, let, let's just talk about, uh, you know, whatever, it, you know, but are we connected by the Spirit? And that's what I want to talk on tonight. I want us to be alert. I want us to be alive by the Spirit. And, you know, even as I minister to you with this screaming headache, I'm going to keep ministering. Why? Because I am not going to be subject to the flesh. The flesh, you need to lie down. Headache, go in Yeshua's name. We're going to preach the gospel, proclaim the life of Yehovah, and bring supernatural deliverance. And Father, raise us up as an army to be effective for your kingdom. Hallelujah. Are you full of fear when you recognize the devil's devices? How do you respond when you recognize what the enemy is doing? What type of response do you have? Well, you know, we mentioned standing firm in the faith, First Peter, and I want to read a few verses. You know, it's, it's a part of Scripture we've been reading over the past few days about God opposes the proud, gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under Elohim's mighty hand, that he may lift you up. That's uh, verse 6. But in verse 7, this is what it says. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So what is it with this anxiety? What is it with this stuff I'm facing? How many times does the enemy put you into that corner and say, Listen, you are not going to get out of this. You can't break through in this. You are, you're too far gone. You've got too many things against you. You can't rise up in the midst of this situation. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Why? Because we're going to move into a realm where we see the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh in operation. Do you want to see a, mir a miracle take place in your life? I believe we're going to see miracles right now. We're going to unlock some stuff tonight. We're going to, we're going to bind the devil. We're going to break the assignments of the enemy over your life. And we're going to learn how to start speaking them into uh, our situations that are happening around us. It's not just about me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. Yes, I want you free. But if you're just free, just to do your own thing, forget it. You know, let's become free to be effective for the gospel. May the love of Yeshua manifest in your life. May the glory of Yahweh, the power of God, come forth as we minister, as we speak. 
So what, what anxiety? What are you facing with? What's happening within your life? You know, right now, cast it on him. Say, Father, I cast it on you. Why? Because he cares for you. So, Father, I cast my cares on you. Will you take my cares right now? But before you, you, you do this and go through this, you know, take a piece of paper, you know, or your, your iPhone or whatever. Um, Android, sorry. You know, I've got to remember that some people use Samsungs and stuff like that. But take, take a pen and paper and write out, you know, what are the things that you are anxious about? Now, listen, now, there's some things I don't want you to write down, Okay. I don't. I do not write down all the things that I'm going through and all the things I'm facing. Why? Because you know I want to keep the devil on his toes. I'm not going to write some of these things down. I'm. I'm going to pray in the spirit over them. Father, you know exactly what I'm dealing with right now. This is what I'm going to pray in the spirit over. When the Father gives you insight by the Spirit, as soon as you start speaking it out, then the enemy starts to identify. Oh. Oh, so that really is hitting you. That's really making an impact on your life. Oh, he's sitting there writing notes about you on how he can break you down to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. So, and the things we write down, just write down the basic things or how you're seeing the manifestation. But don't give the devil all the insight to what's going on. Why? Because you are called to take the thought captive and make it subject to the will of Yahovah. Just because the devil puts a thought in your mind doesn't mean it belongs to you. You can say, I don't receive that thought in Yeshua's name. I'm a child of the Most High Elohim, and I'm going to walk in the victory of Yahovah. So cast your anxiety on him. <clears throat> We're talking about how you might feel like in your life, in your ministry. How can Yahovah use me? Who am I? You know. Uh, what gifts do I have? The very fact that you're here and you're compelled in the Spirit, that you're compelled to grow in Him, that you have a calling, that you have been born for such a time as this. When you recognize that you are born of the Spirit for such a time as this, that before the foundations of the earth, guess what the Father's doing? He is already working out the plan over your life. He's got it all mapped out for you. He knows the gifts and the calling over your life and what happens with sin sin gets in the way and it spoils your view from seeing who you really are you you know the the, the plan of the enemy is rob your identity who are you in messiah you are grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. You are Israel. You cannot be a Gentile Christian. I'm sorry if you were happy with that title. You cannot be a Gentile Christian. Gentile those without covenant uh, Gentile of the nations. No, you are grafted in to the house of Israel. We are Israel. This is not replacement theology. There is no such thing in the Bible called the church. Oh boy, I tell you. Now we're gonna. Where's where's the camera? Oh, there. we're gonna we're gonna press on a few things right now. Why? Let's get aligned. Number one, I am not a Catholic. Okay, I just let's get, let's get it out there. Anyone agree? 
I'm not a Catholic. Anyone else a Catholic? I am not a Catholic. Number two, I am not a Protestant. Because a Protestant is a Protestant Catholic. And I just told you I'm no Catholic. So who am I? I'm born again of the Spirit. I'm a child of the Most High Elohim. And I choose to worship and serve Him. And I commit my life to His ways. And I choose to walk in His ways. And I choose to live through Him. My identity is found in Him. And it's found within the covenants according to the scripture of how I identify with him. There is only one way to the Father, and that's through Yeshua. You have to receive him. We talked yesterday about being born of the Spirit. We have to be born of the Spirit. So if you're a born-again believer in the Spirit on fire with Yehovah, yes, we can minister within the church. Yes, you can. Was I saved in the church realm you know was i brought up in the scriptures in modern day christianity churchianity yes did i have a true relationship with yahovah yes so listen you know you can't look at people that are in the church and say you know you're a second class citizen no you can't because yeah you have the guaranteed seal of the holy spirit you're born again yes but what what are we saying is we're saying that the blindfold is lifting up so our identity can be understood we need to be delivered from all forms of constantinian christianity and some of you just need to take it right on the chin. We've got to get delivered to this stuff. What are we doing doing things like Easter? What are we doing like with things like uh, Christmas? What are we playing at? These are pagan festivals that we are not called to do. What are we doing with our son worship? Look, we can worship any day. Yes, I agree with that. That's okay. I worship Yehovah every day. I want to be in his presence. But the Sabbath, the fourth commandment, is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. I'm, I'm not going to stand for Constantinian Christianity uh, standing up with the, the pride of the declaration that we changed one of the commandments to the Sunday. No, I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting, uh, you know, it's Resurrection Day, so that's why we're going to meet on Sunday. I'm not accepting that because we follow the Scripture. If Yeshua comes against the Torah, if Yeshua comes against the Word of God, then He is not the Messiah because the Messiah has to come and uphold the instructions of Yehovah. He cannot bring division into the house. A house divided against itself will not stand. Yeshua didn't come to divide against the Father. He didn't come and say, well, you know, I'm going to take your laws, I'm going to nail them to the cross, you know, and I'm, I'm going to die and bring forth my laws, and they're going to be far better than your laws, Father. That's not what he did. He came and he opened up the Torah to help us understand what the Torah is truly all about. That's what we read in Deuteronomy chapter 18. Moses says, there's one coming like me. You must listen to him. Why would you have to listen to him? Because he will give you the understanding on how you interpret the Torah. And we've got many Christians today, they're so upset of, of Torah-following believers of Messiah. Listen, 
you know, the life of the Spirit, the signs and wonders and miracles are all found in the Torah. The, the bringing of the kingdom is all found in the Torah. It is not legalism <laughs> at all in any shape or form. It is angels appearing. It's God's word speaking. It's deliverance. It's transformation. You know, it's wrestling with the Messiah. It's seen a ladder up to heaven. It's seen the principalities uh, battle and the and angels bringing forth the message and answered prayer into Daniel's life. And, you know, the, the, the Tanakh is so full of signs and wonders and miracles. It's all about the miraculous. Why? Because it's about his kingdom. And Yeshua came and he said, repent for the kingdom of Yehovah, the kingdom of God's at hand. He didn't say the kingdom of uh, Yeshua, I'm going to set up this whole new system. No, no, no. He came and proclaimed the kingdom of Elohim. And he is our savior. He is our salvation. Hallelujah. So, you know, we want to take our stand here in the land to minister the love of Yehovah to the Jewish people. Let me tell you something. Today is Holocaust Day, National Holocaust Day or International Holocaust Day. And we stand in the gap and remember those lives who were taken in the Holocaust. What a tragedy of what mankind can do. What an assignment of the enemy. What evil we have seen within our world. So we take just a, a short moment and tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock in Israel, we will, we will all stop as a nation for a couple of minutes and just remember all those who lost their lives. And here in our village, you know, we, uh, Haley and Hannah work a lot with uh, Helping Hands Coalition in, in supporting Holocaust survivors and ministering to them. And, uh, you know, it's amazing the work that's going on and what people have gone through. You know, there's some incredible testimonies of Holocaust survivors coming to Yeshua in the ghettos. And, uh, you know, just the things that have happened is incredible. Hallelujah. So we remember, we recognize that we have to be in spiritual order. I don't care if you call yourself a Christian. I don't care if you call yourself Hebraic. I don't care if you call yourself Mercianic. It's not about those titles. I want to be like my Messiah. And if that's how you see Christian to be Christ-like, hallelujah, be Christian. I just don't personally like to use the word uh, concerning myself, especially here in the land, because as soon as I say that word, the very first thing they think about me is Catholic. You know, they don't have a difference between Catholic and Protestant in Israel because they just say, well, you do Sunday, you know, the Catholics have got all these idols, the Protestants, you know, you do Sunday, you do Easter, you do Christmas. Oh, yeah, you're all Catholics. You know, they, they don't have a problem working it out. I tell you, you would never believe how many Protestant believers, non-denominational believers that I have shared with over the decades. And they have been shocked at the fact of discovering that they're Catholics. Shocked. They can't, they're like, oh, man, when you say that, I'm not a Catholic and I'm not a Protestant because a Protestant's a Protestant Catholic, and I just told you I'm no Catholic. Boom! It was like the, the, the lights went on. Wait a second. What are we believing? What are we following? Is this what the Scripture is all about? Did, did Yeshua start a new religion? Absolutely not. He came to do the will of the Father. I'm getting a little off topic right now, but that's okay. Why? Because we want to speak forth the word of truth. 
and uh, proclaim his victory in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yeah, uh, you got Rai says, uh, she says that she is a follower of Yeshua HaMashiach, Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. And that's where we are. We follow the Messiah. We walk in his ways. We are born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We are in covenant. We are betrothed to Yeshua, the bride of Messiah. It's not the word church, just to clarify that within the scripture. It's the word ecclesia in, uh, in Hebrew, kehala. It is the assembly. And we go back to first mentions. It's Mount Sinai, just as we've come through Passover and coming out of the land. And, you know, then we're going to come up to Shavuot. And what happens at Shavuot? That's when the commandments come down. And that's when we receive what the marriage uh, covenant that takes place at Mount Sinai. We get ready for that moment. Hallelujah. So we rejoice in the importance of Shavuot, the outpouring of the Spirit. And when uh, when the marriage was taking place at Mount Sinai, the people said, stop, we can't take it. We don't want this. Just speak to us through Moshe. Just speak to us through a mediator. And the plan of Yahovah was to give us the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the fullness of life, that we were to receive it as a people in full right there at Mount Sinai during that marriage ceremony. So what are the commandments? And the reason why they're not just done away with is the commandments are the ketubah. It is the conditions of the marriage. We are married. Hallelujah. It's the conditions of the marriage. So why do we follow the commandments? Because we're walking in the conditions of the marriage. Thank you, Father. So anyway, we're talking about uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, standing firm in the faith. And uh, we just had verse 7, dealing with spiritual warfare, being alert. Okay? Being alert. Uh, we mentioned just a few moments ago, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Listen. You cannot function for the king if you are full of anxiety. If you've got fear, if the enemy's attacking to you and making you anxious, you know, what, what are you anxious about? I'm not going to get there on time. I'm not going to achieve it on time. Oh, what happens if, if, if I can't break through this trouble that I'm facing? What happens if I, oh, I'm so anxious. This is what anxious looks like. Anxiety, it's like, you know, Oh, you know, I, you know, just relax. Just stop. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. Just slow down. Slow down. What does it say? Verse 8. Be self-controlled and alert. What does it mean to be self-controlled? Oh, that. this is what it means. Flesh, mind, you are not just going to take off. You know, we live in a generation where they're drugging the kids like you cannot believe. Oh, they're just ADD. They're just over there. Wow, woo, they're just going crazy, bouncing off the walls. Just give them all drugs and sedate them all and calm them all down. You know? No, we can have the ability to be self-controlled. You know, it's okay for kids to be bouncing off the walls. Let them get the energy out. Let them be creative. Let them become who the Father has called them to be. Children are not meant to be an inconvenience within our life. You know, so so work with them. Help them channel their energy. Get through things. And then what are we doing? We're training a foundation of what it truly means to be self-controlled. 
Be self-controlled and alert. Why? Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, lion looking for someone to devour. Yeah, so what's he looking for? He's looking for people who are anxious. He's looking for people who are out of sync with the things of the Spirit. But today, because of what? Because we humble ourselves under Elohim's mighty hand that he may lift us up in due time. Listen, you might be going through it right now, and it might take time. You know, I shared on the testimony the other day how we were praying for the answer of resources to fix up one of our trucks. And, uh, you know, it took three months for the answer to come forth. And when the finances came in, it came in this card. Uh, Sorry, God told me to give you this three months ago, you know. But here it is now. Hallelujah. Thank you for the provision now. But sometimes we go through pain and we go through trouble because of disobedience on what other people are doing. They're, they're, they're not being obedient to the Spirit. They're not listening and responding to the Spirit. And we're called to be a faith community that walk by the Spirit. We should be equipping each other to be effective for kingdom work. So today, ah, oh, listen, my headache's starting to go right now. I'm feeling it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today, what we are looking to do is we're looking to be get to get equipped so that we recognize what the enemy is up to. He He's looking for who he can devour. Well, you know, can I see a window of opportunity in your life where I can destroy you? He's looking for where you can do, where he can devour you. Verse 9, resist him. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Here is the confidence we have. Hallelujah. We have this confidence. It's not just you or me that's going through this. The believers all over the world are suffering this. But where do we see the victory? We see the victory in those who know how to stand. So here's our testimony. In the midst of the storm, I will stand. And just proclaim it right now. In the midst of the storm, Father, I will stand. Hallelujah. It says in verse 10, An Elohim of all grace who called you to the eternal glory in Messiah after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Oh, hallelujah, some of you are saying, oh me. Did that say, after you have suffered a little while? Oh, I'm telling you. that You know, sometimes we've got to press through things. Sometimes we go through things. It takes literally years to get through it. The question is, are you willing to take your stand no matter how long it takes for that breakthrough to come forth? Because we have confidence. What's our confidence? Our confidence that we are under Elohim's mighty hand. That the reason we are suffering, the reason we are going through things is because we are working and being effective for the kingdom. Okay? So what's the enemy want to do? You start to rise up saying, I, you know, I'm hearing the call of Yehovah in my life. But then you look around at your life. The Father's telling you what to do, what he wants you to do with your life. And you look around and you see the mortgage, you see the credit card debts, you see the car payments, you see uh, the contracts that you've signed and uh, the responsibilities you have. And you're like, oh, 
uh, well, you know, God, I, I want to serve you. <laughs> but, you know, here's the list. You know, come back and talk to me in 20 years. No, no, no. What we need to do is we need to get our lives aligned. We should be actively on a daily basis transforming our lives into being that polished arrow. Hallelujah. Don't we love the book of Isaiah? Uh, preaching forth his word into our lives. Isaiah chapter 49. Praise Yehovah. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was... Born, Yehovah called me. From my birth, he made mention of my name. Here is your confidence today in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the things you're going through. Here is your confidence today. Listen to the word. Before I was born, Yehovah called me. From my birth, he made mention for of my name. Hallelujah. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are born for such a time as this. Praise Yehovah. You are on the planet. Don't let the devil steal any of the joy, any of the blessings of who you are. May the blessings that the Father has for you come alive so that you can share them with this generation. I love to share my faith. Why? Because it sets people on fire. It ministers to people. It allows them to experience what it truly means to walk in the presence of Yehovah. We need the fire of the Spirit dwelling within us. Because the fire is going to consume up all of the things of the enemy. But if we just have some wildfire that's out of control, what do we have? We have something that we can't name or understand. We know it's happening, but we can't work it out. But the Father says, I want to do a precise work within your life. I'm speaking prophetic alignment over you right now. Where are you right now in your walk? Are you being faithful with what he has called you to do? Now listen, you might be a new believer, or you might be waking up, repenting, and saying, wait a second, I've been walking the wrong road for way too long. Now I'm turning around. I don't want to speak condemnation to you right now. I want to fire you up for the journey of faith, that you will move into this journey of going from glory to glory, that you won't faint back, that you will uh, set your face like a flint. Oh, I love that scripture. You'll put your hand to the plow and not look back. Why? Because when you look back, what happens with your arm? You know, it all of a sudden, it's not going to be straight anymore. You're not going to be plowing. You're not going to be of any benefit. What does Yeshua say? What do you if you take your your uh, your hand from the plow? You you keep your face set. You you keep in His promise, and that's why I encourage you. If you need to fast, if you're going through tough times right now, and you need to fast to align yourself in His presence, then I encourage you to do that today. Align yourself in His presence. You know, I've been preaching the gospel for over thirty years, but I'm learning something new all the time. I want to be supple in his hands that he can mold me and make me into what he has for me. So what, what is he saying? Before you were born, he called you. From birth, he made mention of your name. He made my mouth, verse 2, like a sharpened sword. Hallelujah. Devil, you're in trouble. 
Devil, you're in trouble. We come against you with the word of Yahovah. We break your assignments. We say to every assignment against us right now, be broken in Yeshua's name. I'm going to live in the freedom of Yahovah. I'm not going to have my hands tied. I'm not going to be bound. I will function and operate in the presence of Yahovah and bring glory to his mighty name. Is that your call? That's my call right now. I'm proclaiming it. Listen, the enemy was coming to me today. And he was saying to me, you know, how are you going to get through this in the midst of all this? You know, you know, with our organizations and, and everything, with this whole shutdown, how are you going to get through this? How are you going to get out this? How are you going to see uh, um, the Father take care of you in the midst of this? Because we fall in the gaps with our companies in America, companies in the UK, businesses in Israel. I talked to my accountants. I'm saying, do we get any relief, any support because of what's going on with the coronavirus? And every one of them come back and say, no, nope, you don't qualify. You don't qualify. Why? Because we take our resources and we pour it into the kingdom. So we're not making profit. You know, we're, we're not sitting back looking at our nice profits. We, we're taking our resources and applying it to the kingdom of Yahovah. But who, who are we? He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. Some of you need to stay in that place right now. Get in the shadow of his hand. Allow the healing power of Yeshua to manifest into your life, to bring breakthrough into your life. In that place, what's he going to do? He, make, he will make you into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. Hallelujah. He's got this beautiful polished arrow. Then he takes the arrow and he puts it in his quiver. Ha, hallelujah. He said to me, you are my servant, talking about the Messiah, Israel, says Yeshua, in whom I will display my splendor. But I said, I have labored to no purpose. I have spent my strength in vain and for nothing. Yet what is due me is in the hands of Yehovah. For my reward is with Elohim. Hallelujah. My reward is with Elohim. So my focus is not on this scripture tonight, but I just want to put that point out of the importance that, you know, he has made your mouth like a sharpened sword. He's going to give you the right words to say. He's going to equip you with the right words to say so you can be effective in the kingdom. So we're over here in Peter, and what does it say? And I want to, I want to make sure we get this through so we understand this. We are in this for the long haul. I'm not just living this life for what I get from God today. No, I have set my face like a flint. My focus is to serve him. I expect to walk in suffering. Do we like suffering? Hands up if you want to join the three-week class on suffering. No, thank you. I don't want to go to that, you know? But there's times when we need to go through suffering. There's times that when we are being oppressed by the enemy and he is trying to pull us down, he's trying to shut us off, he's trying to discredit us, he's trying to break uh, all of the things that the Father's doing in our life, he's trying to disrupt all these different things. These are uh, traits of the enemy. But what does it say? Elohim of all grace who called you, to his eternal glory in Messiah, after you've suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong. 
I believe we're walking into a time of supernatural restoration. Why? Because it's time to bring the harvest in. Yes, yes, there's the pain and the suffering to bring the gospel and the resistance against the word. But there comes a day when the word of Yehovah that's coming forth from your mouth will destroy the plans of the enemy, will destroy the works of the enemy. And what will happen? We will start to see the transformation take place. And we will see the victory in Messiah. You might be suffering a little while, but the eternal glory of Yeshua is going to come forth and manifest and bring through forth the victory. He himself will make you strong, firm and steadfast. They're three amazing things. Strong, <laughs> firm and steadfast. Hallelujah. We speak the strength of Yehovah. We proclaim that you are firm. It doesn't matter what the wind is. doesn't matter what, what the elements do to you. You are firm in your faith. You're not going to be uh, tossed to and fro with the waves of doctrine in uh, different directions. You will be steadfast. What does it mean to be steadfast? To be steadfast, to, to, to be set. When you have come, you're not just reading the scriptures for your opinion, but you're steadfastly walking in the word of Yehovah. Hallelujah. We are called to be steadfast in his presence. So we're saying be self-controlled. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him and stand firm in the faith. We proclaim and speak that word over you. What are you going through? Resist the devil. When he comes and says, you can't make it, you can't do it, who do you think you are? Well, we've got a word from him. Back off, Satan. Get off my bean patch. You know, that one guy in the, is it the book of Judges who's standing on his bean patch and the enemy's coming. He slaughters all the enemies. He says, you are not going to stand on my field. You're not going to stand on my bean patch. And he defended his bean patch in the name of Yehovah. We are steadfast. We will stand our ground. It says in James chapter 4, verse 7, Submit yourself to Elohim. This is a key part of having victory over the assignments of Satan. The key part is this. Humble yourselves, as we read in Peter. In James it says, Submit yourselves to Elohim. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, this is an important part of fasting. You want to get through the uh, what you're going through. You don't fast to make things happen. You fast to bring yourself into spiritual alignment. I am submitting to you, God. I humble myself before you. I need your help to bring me through. I stand in the gap for the brokenhearted. I stand in the gap for those that are dealing with domestic abuse and violence. And I ask you, Father, use us to minister your transforming, healing, delivering power of Yeshua to those in need. Draw them to us right now. We call them in right now. We call in the brokenhearted right now in Yeshua's name. We rise up and we recognize that we are called to spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. First John uh, chapter 4, it says, You are from Elohim, little children. You have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Hallelujah. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Is he in you? Oh, Yeshua. 
I need more of you. I want to see the mighty power of your spirit moving through my life to bring transformation. We proclaim victory. You know what I love about broadcasting? The healing power of Yeshua, the delivering power of Yeshua gets carried over these broadcasts and the captives get set free. I proclaim right now, no matter what you're going through, be free in Yeshua's name. May you rise up and be who the Father has called you to be. If you are called into a season of suffering, then what do we do in the place of suffering? Rejoice! Oh, brother. No, I want you to have you say, be delivered. No, rejoice. Hallelujah. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so you can be mature and complete, lacking no good thing. Hallelujah. Consider it pure joy. Pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials. Come on. Why are we facing trials? Because we should be setting our face like a flint. Come on. Come on, children of Elohim. Let's rise up. Let's take our stand to destroy the plans of the enemy. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy as we press forward. We need to stand together for the breakthrough. And I stand with you today for the breakthrough. Write down uh, and send me messages. You know, uh, you can you can write. Let me just put this in my email. You can email me directly at Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Uh, you can email and, uh, you know, we'll stand in the gap and start warring for you together in the midst of the, the trials and the things that you're going through. If you feel like you're under demonic attack and assignments of the enemy, then we resist the devil. We say you will flee right now. We're not saying in three weeks' time. We resist you. We say get out of here right now in Yeshua's name. We are not going to have the plans and purposes of Hasatan manifesting within our lives. We proclaim the victory in Yeshua. And what does it say? Um, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Do you know who is in you? Hallelujah. He is greater. I want to read on uh, Isaiah chapter 54. It says, No weapon that is formed against you will prosper, and every tongue that accuses you in judgment will be condemned. No weapon formed against you. And then what does it do here? It actually says one area, one key area, and every tongue that accuses you in judgment will be condemned. Why? Because what happens with the tongue? It is a sword that is meant to be proclaiming the word of Yehovah, and, and bringing forth the victory of Yeshua. But the enemy wants to use the tongue to bring disaster and calamity and judgment upon others. Hallelujah. This is the heritage of the servants of Yehovah and, uh, and their vindication is from me, declares Yehovah. No weapon forged against us will prosper. So we speak the victory in Yeshua. Well, look, this is really what I want to share tonight. You know, we don't have to prolong things here, but stand firm in the faith. This is the word today. Come on, let's take the stand of faith. Don't be asleep. Don't just let the enemy just push you off to the side, but get to that place and say, Father, I'm going to rise up and walk in the spirit where the enemy has sought to rob you of your calling. You just take it back right now. 
and say, no, I'm not walking away from my calling because of the assignments of the enemy. No, Father, you're going to raise me up and take me back in a greater le level than uh, I ever was before. Restore to me. Restoration. We speak forth restoration. He will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. I don't want to walk with people that haven't gone through the fire. I don't want to walk with people that haven't de felt dealt with difficulty. Why? Because when you're around people who know what it is to go through the pain, when you're, you're around people that know how to, how to fight the fight and get through, you know, Paul and Silas is in that jail, you know, and they're just, they're just kicking up a storm and worship and they're proclaiming the victory in Yeshua from that jail cell. And all of a sudden, what happens? The chain fall off the, the 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 doors bust open i'm telling you do we expect the supernatural to step in yahovah's got it he's got it covered and i want to ask you stand in the gap i i'm, I'm calling you to pray over what we're doing here in israel right now you know, th this is a crisis. This is a time I want to get things set up as quickly as we can. The, the resources will come in. Will you, will you stand with us and pray for the supernatural abundance of finances to come into our ministry? You know, we don't have a high volume of people who give on a monthly basis, but we do have a lot of people who give monthly, faithfully, um, just one-off donations. And I appreciate that, and that's a blessing. Thank you for standing with our ministry and our work. But we're asking for people to commit to monthly so we can build the foundation for our team because it's very difficult when the assignments of the enemy come and, and you're going through financial crisis. Let me tell you something. When you're going through court cases and you're going through assignments and you've got attacks of the enemy and it's like, how do we get through this? How do we handle this? But through all of it, through the work and, and everything that I do as well, we pour our finances in, we press forward, we, cr we, we, we press through in Yeshua's name. It's time for victory. But this is a step of faith as we step out to to do this next phase and i'm not saying to you listen if you're giving and support the ministry thank you i am not going to sit here and ask you to give more no thank you for giving but let's stand in prayer for the release of resources that the father will re release just super abundance of resources for the purpose of the kingdom there's so many people that could be working within and functioning in our ministry and we need the resources to equip them and send them so they can care for their families too. So we thank you, Father, for the provision for the things that you have called us to do. We speak the release of the resources right now over our ministry here in the land and what we do in the nations. Father, you have the team for us. You have the, the carers. You have the people who will minister. You have the worship people. You have the, 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 the people in technology that's going to be with us, the innovative people that's going to come around us so we can be effective in ministering the gospel and equipping the body of Messiah to go into this world and make a difference. That's what it's all about. And that's what we stand on. And I thank you for joining with us. Uh, I'm just going to post right now uh, a link here. And like I said, 
If you're, if you're watching right now and you're a giver and supporter of the things that we do, I appreciate it. And we don't make attempts to continually ask you, you know, we're not going to flog people to give. We, we appreciate giving because giving should be done out of a cheerful heart because we're blessed and encouraged. We can stand and sacrificially give into projects and things the Father's called us to do, and that's a blessing. That's great. So thank you for everyone that stands with us. If you are not giving to our ministry and you're blessed by our ministry and you're looking for a ministry to support, then consider walking with us and helping us because it is time for us to make a difference here in the land, especially during this uh, coronavirus time. And, you know, with what's happening here is we are responding uh, to open up our property for domestic violence and abuse that we can see people met. But if we're going to do this, we need the finances to come in. So let's just stand together. Father, we come together right now. And we ask for the resources. We come against the assignments of the enemy. Father, align ourselves in line with your destiny and purpose for our lives so we can be effective for your kingdom. And what do we do? We break the assignments of the enemy. We come against all uh, We come against all uh, uh, tongues of accusation and judgment of people who speak lies, who want to destroy. That's the plans of the enemy. But we speak life over ministry. We speak life over the callings in our life. We speak life over what we do here in the land of Israel. And we just say thank you. The battle belongs to you, Father. You are our source. We will not be anxious. Uh, we're not going to walk in anxiety but we just release your blessings and know that if you be for us, who can be against us? Father, we're encouraged in your word. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged uh, in the scriptures here. I hope that the things that we share, go on Facebook and, and YouTube and go back to the other broadcasts. We, we broadcast every day for the purpose of edifying the body to bring strength, especially at this time when so many are in isolation. And this is a great time to grow in the Spirit, a great time to be equipped because we're going to move into a phase shortly where we're going to be uh, sending you in your local communities. We're going to be looking at ways on how we equip you to be effective in evangelism. I want you to be effective in your community, effective in your own family and how you share your faith. So we're really going to be pressing into these things, and that's coming up. I can't wait, you know. I'm just writing down some of the things the Father's revealing to me and excited about it. So thanks for joining with me today. Um, looking at prayer requests. Um, I have attacks when I drive and I try to eat out with, when I try to eat out with family. It's so strange. It's like vertigo and choking. It's happening for years. Doctors finally just say I have fambroi, um, fambroialgia, uh, panic anxiety disorder. I believe that I am asking prayer that these attacks flee. I praise Yeshua right now for this message. Praise Yeshua right now for the release. Okay, Amanda, we're going to stand with you right now. I want everyone who's online right now, we're just going to stand in agreement. If you're watching this right now and it's pre-recorded, I want you to pray for Amanda right now. We just speak supernatural deliverance over you right now. We break all forms of anxiety, all forms of panic attacks. 
we say to your mind to be steadfast. We, we, we proclaim in Yeshua's name supernatural deliverance right now in Yeshua's name. You know, be healed and be free right now. Amanda, be free by the power of Yeshua, the Messiah. Be free. We say to all these drugs, if you're on drugs, you know, you've got to start looking at a way to get off of those drugs, get away from those drugs and walk in the freedom of Yehovah if you are taking anything. So, Father, we speak the freedom of Yeshua, that by his stripes, Amanda is healed. And I release the healing power and delivering power of Yeshua over your life right now. We resist the devil. We resist the assignments against your life. And we say this is the day to rise up in the victory of Yehovah. Hallelujah. May these scriptures that we've shared tonight bring forth courage and encouragement and transformation that you will be strong. Just say this right now, Amanda. You say, I am strong. I am firm. I am steadfast in Messiah. Hallelujah. And together we shout the victory for your supernatural deliverance and your freedom right now in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to stand in the gap for each other. Thank you, Father. So listen, guys, thanks for joining with us. It is a blessing to share with you today. It's a real encouragement. I tell you, when I started this, I had the worst headache you could ever imagine. Let me tell you something. I have no headache right now. I'm walking in the victory of Messiah. It's a blessing to fast and stand in the gap and press in. Yes, I'm not going to lie down. So listen, sometimes you're going through things. Don't lie down. Start proclaiming the word and getting the scriptures. And you'll see that all these assignments... And all these oppressive things of the enemy, they have got to flee in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. So thanks for joining with us. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith. What are we doing, everyone? We are living life in the Spirit, encouraging each other to grow in Yehovah. Thanks for joining. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow, maybe around about 9 o'clock. Um, who knows? Just as the Spirit leads, that's when we'll broadcast. Appreciate you all. Look forward to catching up with you.